Hey, Cheese Mosas. I'm Igby. I'm Stephanie. And we are the Cheese Mac Queens. Bitch. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Whatever. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the Cheese Mac Queens. If you are new to the podcast, Cheese Mac means gossip. We got the gossip, we got the tea, all about Married at First Sight. We are covering Married at First Sight Season 15, Episode 2, San Diego. But before we get into that, let's go over the cheese mint. Igby, you want to kick us off? No. No? All right. I want to bring it home. (laughs) All right. Well, let's, let's first start... With what everybody's talking about this week in the Married at First Sight realm. And that is the divorce of Stephen Noy, who announced it right after we recorded last episode. <gasps> Thanks. What? Thanks for that, y'all. They didn't work <laughs> out? Oh, my goodness. I'm shocked. Yeah. You mean not living together was a good sign? <laughs> So the constant bickering about working? Mm. I'm very surprised. Not at all. Um, it started with, I think Noi posted first. And she posted a cute pic of her on a surfboard in a little bikini. And all it said was, divorce feels good. And of course, what did she do? Turn off the comments. She don't want to hear anybody's business. But then... Steve comes at her with his five pages of we're getting divorced. (laughs) Brevity, what is it? The brevity is the soul of all wit. Not according to Steve Moy. Um, He just basically said that it was not his decision. He was not expecting to announce it today. You know, it kind of is what it is. They are both hurting, give each other grace. He will love her always. Um, Just kind of all of the diplomatic BS you expect in a divorce announcement um, if people were more famous than what these people are. But it is what it is. Right away, who's in the comments? Mark the Shark. Here for you, bud, if you need anything. Very sweet. Very sweet, but you know he's just inserting himself. Thirsty. Mm-hmm. But then, since the comments are not turned off, Miss Noisy comes in and starts responding to people's little comments about how Steve's better off. Um, and she's like, no, y'all, y'all haven't seen the real Steve. What you see on TV is not what how he is. And he basically didn't want her to move in and oh yeah that he didn't want her to talk about anything but we what we saw on tv is her not wanting to talk about anything and putting all their business on social media so that was interesting that she said that and then she said that poor little sushi has cancer and according to her steve has not even called or checked up or, um, you know, kind of see where he's at in treatment, nothing like that. And 
she emphasizes that he's dying and you don't even care. So I like Steve's response to that. I brought name yeah. brand refrigerated dog food for sushi. <laughs> what? And that's what happened. Sushi. I mean, sushi. Steve came back with yet another like eight page post about how. Oh, she also accused him of not paying taxes, that he has no money. Um, you know, all the things that were triggering to her or what she assumed. And Steve addressed all that. He said, first of all, she hasn't seen my accounts. I, he said he claimed uh, his taxes like a good American citizen. Uh, Married at First Sight fan did point out, she's like, of course he did his taxes. He got paid by the show. So yeah. he has some money. And that her comments are very inaccurate. And she's just hurt and can't, basically can't be trusted. That he never tried to stifle her or, you know, not make her feel like she could say anything. Bought the refrigerated dog food for sushi. And, um, yeah. So that was the whole drama. And it's just messy. They're messy. They're ridiculous. <laughs> like, no one cares. We knew. Well, that's not true. Um but we knew this was coming. Yeah. So I don't know why this is a big deal. Yeah. We knew sooner or later. It was just a matter of time. Now, some people are taking Steve's uh, response or rebuttal two different ways. Some people are like, good for him. He needs to stand up for himself. And he's so eloquent and blah, blah, blah. And then some people are like, why are you typing in all caps? It's hurting my eyes. It looks like Jeopardy. You sound dumb. <laughs> like, why are you even addressing it? You're just looking desperate by now. So there's two camps to the Steve response. and But everybody hates Noi, so there's that. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, he is the one that kind of opened the can of worms because she just had her, you know, one little sentence and that was it. As a matter mm -hmm. of fact, when the post even came out, I didn't even realize it was Noi. I thought it was Mirla. <laughs> I'm like, why is she saying that? <laughs> so that's how much I'm paying attention on uh, Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. Good luck to both of you. Yeah, Whatever. good luck. I'm glad it's over. Please stop talking about each other. It's being dragged out as long as this, and it's really, really annoying. So can we Shut all up. just be adults and move on? Mm -mm. No? All right. Put, then put those petty Betty pants on and let's keep going. <laughs> hell yeah. Drag it to hell. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I have. What do you got? Cheers uh, me. So I know we talked last week about Olajuwon and Katina and their Instagram shenanigans with the posting and deleting and weird profiles and all this stuff. So Katina had to set the record straight on Monday and say that Olajuwon's official Instagram is OD underscore fitness 101. So if you're getting messages from any other account, that's not him. <laughs> that's just so sad already. Well, this fake page has 40,000 followers. And 70 posts, like, 
Somebody has too much like, time. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, is it a fake page? Like, or is it his old page that he can't, he can't he's too dumb to like turn off? Who knows? Because he seems like the kind of guy who can't remember his password and wrote it down in a book and now he's lost the book. He seems like that guy. Well, according to him during the season, he deleted all that stuff for her. He doesn't even mm. use social media. Mm. Obviously, picking a handle like that, no one's going to remember OD underscore something. Fitness 101. Fitness 101. <laughs> I don't know. So, again, if you want to follow that dumbass, that's his Instagram. The next thing I saw, I was calling the Married at First Sight Marketplace, where we talk about all the time how all these people want to use their quote unquote fame to launch something or other uh, to make money. Igby, Igby, they're influencers now, so they can all go eat a dick. I don't care. They're not influencing me to do anything. <laughs> Or buy right. anything. All right, name it. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, so Mark the Shark, his site is live with his ripoff polos. Guess how much a polo shirt will cost you from Mark the Shark? Um, 35 bucks? Haha. <laughs> Think again. What? 60 bucks. Oh my gosh. For a ripoff fake <laughs> polo wait how much is a real polo that much no way really he's ridiculous That's probably lowballing it yeah i would think that if you got it at marshall's polo. 40 bucks <laughs> oh my gosh the only polo i got a polo a beautiful polo sweater it was hot pink and it was gorgeous and then my dad put it in the dryer you got so I sure did, but I didn't blow up like a crazy person. I was like, oh, well, that's sad. I got it at Ross. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, he also has po uh, polos. He has hoodies on his site as well. Guess how much those are going for? Oh, my God. A hundred bucks. Seventy five. <laughs> Just ten. that doesn't make any sense. He's got a crop option for the ladies. Mm -mm. Pass. Hard pass. Yeah, he's got like seven items. It's nothing to gawk at. Again, so. he is just so cringe on Instagram. Like, I really should unfollow him. But I keep watching. And it, cause it just makes me so uncomfortable when he lip syncs to the songs. I'm like, please stop. I saw one of those on filters, Reddit. This filters out of control too. Yeah, I saw that one on Reddit. Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, he does it often. I'm saying, uh, like I said last week, at least he hasn't resorted to dancing because that's that. Could you imagine <laughs> the secondhand embarrassment? <laughs> yes. So we'll see if he gets that desperate. Mm. We also have. As part of the marketplace, Deanna and Greg, I can't remember their season. Nine, eight, somewhere in there. What uh, they also, it? I don't remember. Oh, Carolinas. Okay. No. <laughs> it's too long ago. I don't remember. 
Um, but they also have a clothing brand. It looks like it's uh, very faith-based in their messaging. So okay, okay. Oh, you're talking you're talking about word art on the T-shirt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the name of the brand is Apostery, which apparently means good life, but that's not very memorable as far as branding purposes go. Nobody's going to remember that. It's not easy to spell. It's not easy to remember. <laughs> not a good choice <laughs> for your brand. But now, what do I they know? They have 18,000 followers. I was just going to say, were they a popular couple on their season? Mm. I guess any couple yes. that stays together is kind of popular, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> but they have that going on. Uh, let's see. Miss... Rachel from our Houston season is still blogging. She's doing a terrible job at it. I don't know <laughs> what she's trying to do, but it's not good. Uh, her blog site is booked at first sight. That's clever enough, but like the website itself, it looks okay on your phone but if you're going to it on like your actual computer it's like super blown out it's mm -hmm. jarring to look at it's plain just like black and white there's no anything it's just like it's just very very underwhelming and if she's trying to monetize that good luck yeah, there's not a menu, there's not a subscribe button, there's no ad, so I don't know how she intends to make money when there's no capture of information. Exactly. And, like, it's inconsistent. Like, she just posted this week, but the post before that was January, February? And before that, her initial post at the end of, like, her season at the end of November so yeah which i mean of course if you're not traveling every week there's no content but right right you got to put something up you can't just be absent for months and months and months and expect to maintain an audience yeah you there's so many other things you can if it's a travel blog um how to budget for a travel blog of traveling right how to um pack according to your trip, how to book your trip in the cheapest way. Like there's so much more she can be doing. And um, yeah, it's too bad she's not taking advantage because she does have an audience. Mm -hmm. You know, why not? Why not? How about, what is it called? Staycations. She goes all over the place. Why not? So there you go, Rachel. Just gave you a bunch of ideas. Bulk up your content. If you'd like to hire us as... <laughs> <laughs> she takes great pictures. I haven't read it, so, but the pictures are nice. That was another thing. What? That the content that she does have is trash. Like, it's not readable. <laughs> because even apparently. She needs some Grammarly. <laughs> you commented on this back when it first launched that, yeah, that's exactly it. That her grammar and spelling there's a lot of errors and things like that and oh, it's like you're God. a teacher <laughs> mm. 
Yikes. So maybe you should like review before you post it up. Just saying. What? You know those red squiggly lines? Yeah. <laughs> or the blue That's ones. hilarious. <laughs> Just take a look at those. Then I also was doing a Reddit roundup, as I like to call it. Um, you know, we go on Reddit so you don't have to. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Some of the things we were posting about was I personally had a theory in regards to Stephen Noy in this whole situation. Now, like I said in the post, everybody put your tinfoil hats on because we got a conspiracy theory going here. Now, my theory is that this whole production is just that, that we all knew like we were saying before that they weren't going to work out so is this put on by production to drum up drama and traction to bring people back to the show because we know a lot of people were saying they were not going to be watching this new season they had a lackluster premiere in compared to other seasons so did production say hey i know what we can do we can blow up this steven noy situation and get people back into the fold because I don't put anything past them. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's an interesting move like to create the drama, even though that's what some of the people who are not watching anymore, they hate it. They hate the drama. They want a real deal love story. So if they they're thinking this is gonna work i'm like that ah, it hasn't been working i mean it caught me because i love trash and dumpster fires but people who are og watchers love love stories they want to see people work out so you have something there but it sounds like if that's what they're doing they're going the wrong ways about it but then too like we were saying last week they seem to be trying to pivot the audience too Mm-hmm. They're getting away yeah. from yeah. the OGs. They want to be yeah. salacious mm. and be trending and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. You, Just you a thought. Something. You got something People there, I think. told me my tin foil hat was on too tight, but that's okay. <laughs> I said, maybe it is. Maybe it's melting my brain in this heat that we are experiencing here in South Texas. I oh don't know. Gosh. I could be having, you know, an oasis of a moment. (laughs) Just saying, that's what is going on in my mind. I kind of do want to make a tinfoil hat, though, like an actual one. Go for it. What was that movie? Signs? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So also on the Reddit streets, we put up a poll, basically, like, Stephanie was saying earlier, this is the age of the influencer. And there's always at least one person who is trying to gain an audience, gain a following to make money. So we asked who Reddit thought was that person this season. And overwhelmingly out of the 537 votes that this poll got, Nate is the standout with 308 votes. So he won by a landslide. Yeah, I 100% agree on this because 
when I had asked you about this, I, it, it's really hard to tell who's in it for, I mean, it's, it was hard for me to, to tell if there was somebody who was looking for, for fame, right? Nate, mm-hmm. obviously, but Stasha, she seems like she's really, really looking for love. And like, she always says like, this is my last chance. Lindy oh, and Miguel, we'll get into same that. thing. They look like, you know, like they really wanted to be in this process. So did Kristen, Mitch uh, as well. Um, who are the other people? Like nobody's super obvious with their like hunger for fame, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. So. Uh, after him, uh, people did say Stasia. She got 90 votes. And then uh, Alexis, Ben, and Justin were all kind of on the same level. And then mm-hmm. uh, Kristen was last. Unfortunately, on Reddit, you can't, there's not unlimited uh, poll options, so I couldn't put everybody. Um, so that's why everybody wasn't included in that poll. But yeah, Nate, we've pulled your card, buddy. <laughs> there was also a debate about Jasmina. Well, she posted on Instagram about her hair which I thought was interesting. Uh, She put up a post saying that when they were filming, she never wore extensions at all. That's her real hair. She's been seeing comments about people having, saying she's wearing a weave and all that kind of stuff, but not the case, which to me, I was like, well, duh. Like, I don't know how anybody thought that wasn't her real hair. (laughs) especially compared to Katina and that hat of a wig that she was wearing all season. (laughs) Like, no, Uh, even on Reddit, I said, okay, I guess that the people who had comments about her bed hat, AKA her bonnet (laughs) that she wore to sleep would not know that that's not her real hair. Like, I guess, I don't know, but for her to make a, point of it enough to like make a whole post about it i guess it she, got under her yeah skin. she must get a lot of messages about it mm, look great to me yeah she look, she always looks stunning in my opinion uh but yeah i i mean honestly if you're if you're not black you're not gonna notice but also there's also like people like me who i just never thought about it at all and didn't care so because why should that. you yeah <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> It's what hair. difference does it make? It really <laughs> doesn't matter. You know, um, I forgot to say, the only other thing on, on Reddit that I did see was that Steve, you know how Steve has his weird website about himself? Mm-hmm. Well, he put that he can do a cameo for, you know, whoever wants a cameo from him. But it didn't link to the cameo website. It was just like his website but he was calling it a cameo, but used a lowercase c so that, you know, licensing or whatever, he wasn't going to violate it. But people were calling him out so bad, calling him Steve and a scammer and all kinds of stuff. It was really funny. <laughs> but then like the next day, he changed it to, you can have a, like, he just removed the cameo. And he was like, you can have a video message from me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, why would, didn't you do that in the first place, stupid? Yeah, it was really, really funny. Like, I totally get, <laughs> hell yeah, if you're going to like do it, 
I want to get all the profits. Why do I want to pay cameo a fee? So if I have mm-hmm. the ability to work around it, go for it. But yeah, you can't. Yep. You can't. I don't know why cameo. you wouldn't just say, yeah, if you want a personal video message, link here. Yeah. That's it. That was just really, really funny. <laughs> I always think that's so, like, well, as a person who has purchased a cameo, I guess, <laughs> I get it. But I just. <laughs> Who do these people think they are? Like, really? Yeah. I yeah. Uh, from from this show, yeah, I wouldn't. There's nobody like I love 100 percent that I absolutely want a cameo from. Like, no way. Their lives are entertaining, but not so much so where I need a a video for life or anything. Especially some of these people with these prices. I'm like, oh, okay, no, 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 no. You definitely think way too highly of yourself <laughs> if you think I'm going to pay you $50 or something to yeah. say, like, happy birthday. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that's all I got. Well, all right. If you have any chisme, make sure you... DM us on Instagram or Twitter. On Instagram, we are the Cheese McQueens podcast. And on Twitter, Cheese McQueens. Every Wednesday, Igby live tweets the episode. And it's always a party there. So make sure you join her there. And also, hmm. they should visit our website. Oh, yeah. We got a brand new website, y'all. <laughs> Forgot about that. Would you like to say what it is? Oh, it's just cheesemcqueens.com. Easy. And when you type in Cheese McQueens, guess what? It pops up. Not like Rachel's Rachel. blog. <laughs> I had to Google search like four times to get to it. And then it still didn't work. So I just had to go to her Instagram, go to her link tree to get the link to her website. Ridiculous. She don't know what she's doing. Poor At soul. all. <laughs> All right, let's get into this episode. Married at First Sight, Season 15, Episode 2. Igby, do you have a title? Whole Wife for a Whole Life. (laughs) That one was courtesy of Stasha. Because she said it like twice, I think. She makes me sad. I know, right? Like, mm -mm. this is going to go wrong. So, so, so wrong. Like, I feel like just watching their segment, I'm just constantly shaking my head. Like, she's Katina. I said it before. She's Katina 2.0. Even worse. Yeah. I think so. I think even worse. Because at least Olajuwon, his shadiness, Olajuwon's shadiness was just due to his past uh, behavior towards women. But this guy's so cagey. Nate is cagey. Like... I want to know details. What did he do? Because at one point, you're getting married, not getting bail. I'm like, what? What did he do? It can't be all because of these knockoff purses. I don't know. I know when I was live tweeting, he said something about this being the biggest, could possibly be the biggest mistake of his life. And I was like, uh, I highly doubt this, getting married. <laughs> is the biggest mistake you've ever made in your life. 
And yeah, like I feel so bad for her because she has so much going for her and this is what mm-hmm. she's getting. Mm-hmm. Like settle much? Jesus. Yeah. I mean, to her credit, he's presenting himself well, like when they have the the meetup. Well, let's let's start from the beginning. So we start with Sasha getting ready, you know, with her bridesmaids, with her mother. So she does tell us she has two degrees and no loans. That is freaking impressive. Because I have two degrees and a lot of loans. (laughs) You know? And because of that, she was able to start her own businesses. She was Mm -hmm. flipping real estate. Um, So, yeah. I mean, again, sounds incredible. Um, She's super nervous, though. She's so nervous her eyelids are sweating. That's what she said. I was like, is that crying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's just freaking out the whole time. And then her mama comes in. Her mama is like gold star mama. Like came in with the pep top. I don't know how she really feels. But she knows whatever it is, her job at this moment is to pump her daughter up and get through this, right? And she just comes through. Like, mama appreciation. She's doing great. And they're twinning, man. She looks just like her mom. Yeah, she does. Oh, I like mom's dress, too. It's sparkly and silver. No, I liked it. Not for me. (laughs) Meanwhile, Nate is with his groomsmen. And... He, you know, he's talking about himself and said he's hit rock bottom and now he's here. And I'm like, man, what was Nate's rock bottom? I need to know this. I thought that too. Cause yeah, even in that conversation, his friend was talking about how like there was a fork and his life could have gone a totally different direction than it's in now. So it's like, what were you doing, bro? What but now he's you know, successful. He's living in downtown San Diego. He's got... Uh, his day trader thing going and now he's you know on the up and up yeah for sure and all his friends look so 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 different i said that's like i was talking about last episode like who are these people but then more more friends came out and i'm like all of them are super different they don't look like they commingle but i guess they do when you're out there hustling you meet some interesting characters along the way i guess (laughs) Um, at this point, they are receiving their gifts that they give each other, and they got each other the exact same thing, Polaroid cameras, which I thought was funny. They talked about it a little bit on After Party, too. Um, oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who was on After Party? The girls, Alexis, Stasia, and Kristen, I think. <laughs> it's still early. It's still trying to put faces and names. Like even in my notes, yeah. I have a picture of the couple <laughs> to make sure I'm talking about the right people. <laughs> um, but yeah, she said that was interesting that they gave each other the exact same present. Um, Kristen was saying that that's the one married to Miguel, right? No, Lindy's married to Miguel. Oh, so then it was Lindy on after party. <laughs> Uh, She was saying that he gave her, because they didn't show it on the show, um, he gave her like a big map 
of the world and it said like on the bottom like i guess on the frame that they won't be they can something to the effect of they won't be traveling the world as strangers just travelers in a foreign land or some shit like that and from that <laughs> gift she was already like sold so that's why <laughs> she was already over the moon that did it for her already goo goo eyes <laughs> I think she said she gave him a passport holder. Oh, how interesting. And then Alexis said that she gave Justin a portrait that she did. And it said a certain phrase. I can't remember what it was. But in Mm -hmm. her card that she got from him, he said the exact same phrase. And their vows were almost exactly the same. So maybe we're on to something this season. I don't know. Only time will tell. Indeed. But yeah, she got her Polaroid camera and her James Allen ring. Oh my gosh. You know, seasons uh, one through 14 really got gypped with their rings, huh? Right? Nope. <laughs> These girls are getting, you know, lab diamonds or whatever, but man, they look good. The- plastic ring near Lagat. Right. <laughs> oh man. Just hilarious. Pawn that sucker on decision day. <laughs> so eventually they make it to um the aisle. Unless you have anything before that. <clears throat> um no not really because only thing like you said before, she gets a pep talk from her mom. He gets a mm. pep talk from his dad who really didn't say anything. He's just like, no, I didn't even write that in my, there was such kind of a, a nothing conversation. I didn't even write it down. <laughs> yeah. He asked his dad for advice and his dad was just like, uh, be yourself. Yeah. You'll be all right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, like you were saying next, they, we see Nate walking down the aisle uh, her family and friends do not seem to be particularly impressed by him at all. No. He doesn't really make any kind of effort to greet anybody. Not at all. Uh, but then in an ITM, Sasha is saying that she's been waiting to be a wife. She never she never thought she would be married, but always hoped to be. And this is oh. literally a dream come true for her. Oh, no. So sad. It's very sad. I want so much more for her. See, why couldn't they find, like, Amy uh, Miguel, but for Stasha? You know what I mean? Like, someone who's, like, super well-rounded. Because they want to ruin her life for entertainment purposes. Sounds like it. It really does. Um, And what about these these, uh, words from their family and friends? Damn, Nate, Nate's family and friends must not like him very much. <laughs> and he's, he's outwardly pissed about what they have said. <laughs> they talked about this on uh, After Party 2 that they absolutely do not know what these little blurbs are going to be before the wedding. So this is their genuine Obviously. reaction. <laughs> Obviously. Um, so Nate's family and friends want... <laughs> want Stasha to know that he's a freak in the sheets. We knew Becky and Emma slept with him. That's They would only know through that, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So Right? How else would your friends and family know you're freaking the sheets? Prepare to have your sex life on blast by your husband. <sighs> oh my gosh. And that but- he's not into small talk? He wants to talk about aliens and the... I, I didn't catch it. Was it Mandela Effect? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know what that is? I don't. I didn't I didn't Google it either. You want to enlighten me? Crazy. Stephanie doesn't know something about pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> I know what aliens are. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the Mandela Effect is this phenomenon that's happening where people as a collective misremember the same thing. Like the name comes from people not misremembering when Nelson Mandela died. Like people thought he died a long time ago, but really it was only like a few years ago. <laughs> oh, like people thought he maybe died in jail or something. Right. Oh, I see. It's like, no, he lived a good like 15 years. Yeah. Ahead. He was old. <laughs> It's very old. Right. Or like people misremembering like the Chick-fil-A logo. Is there a K? Is there not a K? Where are the dashes? (laughs) Stuff like that. Ah, got you. Okay. Well, he's a deep thinker, I guess. Hmm. He's got his tinfoil hat. (laughs) Yeah. His family and friends also say that there's never a dull dull moment with him because he's a really spontaneous guy. He's really into sunsets. He's a diva. A divo. He's a diva. (laughs) He says that he's really into his appearance. His outfits have to be fire. Maybe that's how he got into the fake designer hustle. He needed his own five-finger discount for himself. Uh, But they say that he loves really hard and that he will be giving her his undivided attention, that she doesn't have to worry, that he will always have her back 100%. So they tried to clean it up in the end, but that's what his friends and family had to say about him. She had a stank face for a hot second, but she got over it. Her friends did her good. Like, they didn't really trash her none. They put all the uh, hard work that she's done. So, mentioned her investment properties and her business and all that. But then they said, you know, she sleeps with her eyes open. And that was about it. Like, there was nothing super Uh, about it. Yeah. You know, they talk about her having her multiple sources of income and trying to create generational wealth and the dollar signs flashed in Nate's eyes. Hell yeah. But then once he heard, yeah, she sleeps with her eyes open, he's like, oh, she might be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he called her crazy like six times during the episode. He really did. And I'm like, this is a red flag. Yeah, man, if I had her kind of money, it sounds like she has good money and good investments. I would not be talking about them so freely. Like, I would want this guy to love me for me and not my money. Because Especially this guy. This guy. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, like, let's skip to it. So they get married, right? How Did you think the vows were lame? Yes. 
she didn't look at him the whole time. Like when they were actually saying their vows and exchanging the rings, she was looking at their hands the whole time. She did not look him in the face once. Red flag. Oh, that's... Well, maybe that was because she didn't want to cry because she seemed like she was on a crying jag for a little bit. <laughs> nah, I see it as you don't want to do this. Oh. Oh, and they did kiss. He did not he ask did. for permission. In fact, nope. he doubled down and grabbed her head. But, I mean, that tracks for him. Um, <laughs> but they walked down the aisle as Mr. and Mrs. Barnes. Yeah, she's not going to change her name. How do you know? She doesn't if this it. is her life dream, she decide, where's, where's the forms? Be- she, yeah, but as a professional, like, she has built her empire with her name. There's no way she's going to change her name. You're more optimistic than I am. I think she, she can't wait. <laughs> well, they're married. They pop the champagne. Right away, he's like, she, that she's beautiful. Like, she's ideal. And then he just describes her physically. Like, doesn't mention anything um personal or any kind of other emotions just like oh yeah she's got a begging body (laughs) yep she's tall thin great teeth long hair Mm -hmm. yep all physical tiny waist fuck off and then here's his next priority when he's actually talking to her he brings up the real estate stuff right off the bat that's the first thing he brings up well, actually, the first thing he brings up is uh, fishing for a compliment. Because the, <laughs> he asked her what she was thinking coming down the aisle. And she's just like, I was just so nervous. I, my head was blank. I wasn't thinking about anything. He's like, oh, no, you were supposed to say that I'm attractive. Are you attracted to me? <laughs> and she's like, sure. <laughs> and then they start talking about the business. Yeah. Um, apparently, they both are going to work from home. And she's clean. She's like super clean. Her friends and family say like she lives in a model home. That she doesn't really live in her house. It's always for show. That's crazy. (laughs) We'll see if that becomes an issue. It might. It might. In their neutral shared living space. Yeah. It seems like they have a lot of chemistry when they're like dancing and stuff. I don't know, man. Because uh, next they're taking their wedding photos. Um, Nate says everything is going well so far, but it's only been 30 minutes. And that he'd rather yeah. be talking to her than talking to production and the camera. But they show um, you know, more montage of them taking the photos Uh, she thinks their love story is going to be one for the ages and she can't wait to tell their grandkids one day. She feels romantic feels already and it's something that she hasn't experienced in such a long time. So she's already invested. Yeah. And then they have their first dance. Yeah, and he says the same thing pretty much. He says it's magical. It's radiating off of both of them. I was like, yeesh. The heat. <laughs> and yeah, this, so that's, yeah. I, 
I think you're right from last time. They might stay together. Are you still sticking with that? You think they're a yes on decision day from just these past two episodes? Probably. Unfortunately. Telling you, once he gets her on that honeymoon, lay it down one time, that's it. She's going to be done. Yep. I'm afraid you're right. She's already, already on the path. He just has to lock in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Because even, on, on. even <laughs> on After Party, she's you know, says, like, this was my person. I felt like, you know, this was really it. And seems to be, like, wholeheartedly for this marriage. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I just don't. If you like it, like I love it. it. I just don't I mean like it part. at all. <laughs> all right, let's move it along. How about Alexis and Justin? Didn't have a lot of screen time this episode, just mainly because they got married last episode. Um, but they are all over each other. Okay. Um, this was another Reddit roundup moment. <laughs> People were taught they've been like dragging her for real on Reddit. Like nobody likes her. Um, they're calling her their new Alyssa. Oh shit. I've, well, pe- some people have called her the new Lindsay. Uh, people do not care for her at all. And I said it was the misophonia for me, like her constant giggling and like making noises and squeaking. And it like irks me. It bothers me. Like it, Makes me want to mute the TV when she's on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Just her overall. She just like, and I hate to say this. She's not classy. Like even at your wedding, your manners aren't where they need to be. No. Like hone it in a little bit. And on after party. I don't know. Some of her like responses and stuff were like. I don't know. Didn't come off well. Like she seemed very like flippant mm. and like, cause they were asking her about some of the stuff that happened at the wedding. And she was just like, mm. how? Mm. <laughs> I, I don't know. She didn't leave a good impression to me. Yeah. On after party. How did Keisha respond to her? Cause I like Keisha. She was just kind of going along with it. She asked her about those vagina molds. <laughs> and Alexa said she'll get those? one to her. Oh, man. <laughs> she was saying her whole reasoning was at one point in her life, she uh, wasn't accepting of her body. So all that, she does like art projects around that to try to, mm-hmm. I don't know, boost confidence and all that well she so seems like she that's has how a she lot got into vagina molds all right well just in case you didn't know um she's been proposed to three times of course that would be the that. first thing she said <laughs> but she's glad that she oh. held out because it's been worth it for 30 minutes yeah um both of them they're like it was worth the wait and they're stealing smooches justin says he's glowing like a christmas tree yeah he's like over the moon yeah but like too much yeah 
Like, not cute? She said that uh, because he says at their reception that he's going to fall in love with her. Mm -hmm. And she tells him, don't say that. I know. I thought that was so funny. (laughs) Don't say that. You want your husband to fall in love with you, dumbass. (laughs) And on after party, she said that she saw that as a red flag. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is pretty soon. Like, I do know that that's the end goal. But to verbalize it so quickly within, what, a few hours? Like, yikes. That's a lot. But I don't think he was, like, serious. Mm, I think he was. I think he was. He's just, like, all, like I said, all over her, kissing her, trying. He's just trying so hard. I guess that's what gives me the ick right off the bat is he's trying way too hard. Leave a little mystery. You're supposed to be mysterious. You're a freaking stranger. (laughs) Yeah, it did give me kind of, like you said, the ick when they were having their first dance and he's like trying to kiss her and she's telling him no. (laughs) But he's like literally in her face. Yeah. But then... Later on, they're kissing and she's like biting his lip. And I'm like, okay, wait, you're giving me mixed signals here. (laughs) What's going on? Have you just had too much champagne at this point or what? And then her reaction to him. Well, they're having their first dance. Uh, Mm -hmm. We see Justin's brother maybe has had a change of heart because he's all smiles at the reception. Is And oh, and it looks like. Justin was being chivalrous and let her wear the jacket. Mm-hmm. The gigantic, gigantic jacket. <laughs> uh, she again complains about him being too tall, even though that's specifically what she asked for. Mm-hmm. Her neck is hurting already, having to look up at him while they dance. <laughs> uh, in an ITM, Justin says that he's already feeling comfortable being around her. It's like they've known each other forever and they have all this history. Okay. Jesus. That's when they have a kiss on the dance floor and she asks him when the last time he kissed somebody and he says a year and a half. And she's like, okay. And he's like, well, I've also been celibate for the last year and a half. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> like and then big, she big, huge it. reaction. She yells it to her friends. He's been celibate. <laughs> like, why are you yelling this across the dance floor? On after party, she says they were going to find out anyway. Oh. Uh... And then she has an ITM where she says that if he's been, you know, on pause all this time, hopefully he's not off limits to her. I said on uh, Twitter that she's, you know, she wants a piece of that Slim Jim. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here's an update. So we did visit with the reality gays last weekend at their live show in Austin. And straight from the horse's mouth, we asked Poodle, what is Justin Packin? And he says it's 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 long, it's big, but it's skinny. So I'm not sure if Alexis is gonna dig that or not. And on after party, they talked about him um, saying uh, that women just see him as a piece of meat and all this stuff. And she's like, "Who are those women? I'd like to meet them." So it sounds like they didn't work out. <laughs> and then she asked Lindy, like. Do you think that about him? And she's like, no. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. 
they also talked about how there was been so much penis talk in general mm-hmm. on the show so far. Like this has never happened before. Like we said last week, I don't know what yeah. they're doing. And they were just like, mm, that's just, it just came, like they had a whole montage. They had a clip package. Oh, wow. After two episodes. Yeah. They had a clip reel of yeah. penis talk. Yep. That is interesting. But yeah, see that, that kind of stuff that she was saying in after party was with like, mm, why are you talking about your husband like that? Exactly. So after party, like they like to pretend that they're still together or they have to pretend like they're talking about in real time, but it's filmed after. Mm-hmm. And so if what you're telling me is what she said, I, they're probably not together, which is interesting because they both at times were like real goo goo in the, in the episode. But we've also seen that Alexis is fake. So this could all just be an act. Yeah, that's true. Because we already saw her drop her married at first sight personality and be the real Alexis and give her real opinion. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about her. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't like her. No one does. He's, he's like, he's all right. Um, he's just too much. He is somebody who has obviously been celibate for a year and a half. If he's coming on this strong, it's too much. Well, I don't know. I mean, that was your choice. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. He's a piece of meat. All right. Let's move it along to Lindy and Miguel. I love these two together. That means we're going to hate them by episode 27 or however many damn episodes of the show there is. <laughs> I hope not. I think they're so cute together. This is what always happens <laughs> at the wedding. Oh my God, they're so cute and they love each other. And then by like couples retreat, they're screaming Toxic. at each other. <laughs> yeah. they, can't, they can't even ride in the same car. <laughs> but anyway, Lindy is going dress shopping and uh, she's trying on a lot of dresses. I know on Twitter, I said that her and Lindsay shopped at the same stores because her clothes are terrible. And then she <laughs> proceeded to prove me right with the wedding dresses she chose. She put these big, ugly sleeves on one of the oh dresses. Oh my gosh, I'm like, the sleeves. <laughs> her friends even made fun of her. They told her she looks like the like uh, angel that you put on top of the Christmas tree. <laughs> And her friends call it. They're like, you are, that she's overthinking it way mm-hmm. too much. And, and we see it. Like, you can see her the little gears in her head turning. <laughs> yeah, while she's, like, changing, they just dog her behind her back. <laughs> and <laughs> talk about her overthinking. They think it's because, it, or it has a lot to do with her, um, you know, sheltered, religious upbringing. That yeah. now that she's in the world and experiencing things, like, it's all kind of getting jumbled up in her head. But bridal consultant coming into the clutch. I mean, when Lindy was kind of wavering on that dress, she's like, you know what? Close your eyes. Think of your wedding. Are you wearing this dress? I was like, yes, lady. You know what you're doing. That's awesome. She was also really probably tired of pulling out dresses for Lindy to try on. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was interesting she picked like a 
like the deep neckline. I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I also thought about you too, because like we were talking about last week, um, her dress needed to be taken in a lot. And it had mm-hmm. like the back of it was pretty intricate. And I thought about you in the alterations, just like we yeah. talked about the tuxedo shop having multiple uh, options for Justin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, is this really a couple days in advance? Can't be. <laughs> and then we see Miguel tuck shopping. <laughs> he's so cute. He says he doesn't want to be too much. Because he's already too much. So he doesn't want to be too much, too much. <laughs> and then what does he do? Pick the most ridiculous suit. Like, like what magenta? Is this, <laughs> what is this tux shop? Like, did they pick, like, the most ridiculous, like, dumb and dumber tuxedo shop <laughs> in San Diego? <laughs> like, Al's formal wear wasn't available? Mm-mm. They picked the eccentric tuxedo shop. but yeah he gets this like maroon shiny like not iridescent but it like i don't know it does kind of color change it's got a weird pattern yeah it's a lot it is a lot and then he then uh i saw your tweet about him flossing i was like Mm. who's gonna be i no, i saw it before watching the episode so a grown man flossing and i was like who's gonna be flossing and of course it's miguel and he also made sure that he could floss in his tuxedo. Mm-hmm. He flossed twice. <laughs> he did. That's uh, two times too many. Yeah. Um, his friends are kind of mean all of the time. <laughs> Their toast was like, to your future wife, good luck to her. <laughs> I was like, damn. I think it's a nerd defense mechanism. Uh, yeah, probably so. Because they're talking shit about him. And then he walks out and they continue to talk shit about him. And he's like, really? Right in front of me? He's like, oh, yeah. Right to your face. (laughs) Which I appreciate. Better than uh, Lindy's friends. Uh, (laughs) He says that he hopes that she can accept his quirky ways with the random dancing and the LARPing and the D&D. When he's talking with his friends, they bring up the saying that in every couple one person is settling and they immediately say she's settling for him (laughs) (laughs) and he's like no 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 neither one of us and right away they're like no no she's settling (laughs) yeah when um they were talking behind his back in front of his face they were saying that he's been too forgiving in the past but now that he's in his mid-30s and all his friends are settling down, but he's still looking for his plus one to go to Disneyland with, <laughs> that's kind of what prompted him to uh, go on this journey. I'm glad. I, I mean, I really do hope it works out because they're just so adorable. I was like, maybe their uh, production heard us and had threw in at least one that they knew was going to be like, the odds were going to be good. I don't know. But then it's wedding day. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did Miguel have as his final meal as a single person? Two Snickers and a pack of Oreos. Damn. Breakfast of champions. <laughs> That's a lot of chocolate. And immediately, again, his friends are like, oh, now that you're getting married, you're just going to let yourself go, huh? Already. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. 
said he's going to let the dad bod just settle right on in. He's not fat. <laughs> he's just a little puffy and fluffy. That's it. That's it. Now, here's something I thought was interesting. Um, his friends did want him to be aware that she was not going to be checking all the boxes of his checklist. Anytime we hear the word checklist in this show, it's never, never a good match. So I hope that doesn't play out here, but it has in the past. The checklist is not a good thing, but he says, no, he's not going to do it. Nope. He says he's a serial monogamist and having a wife is going to be the end game. He says when he enters relationships, he's committed because he wants it to work, but he's been getting a bad return on his investment in the past. (laughs) Uh, Then his friend, was her name Sally? Ah, don't ask me. I have no idea. They were really bad with the Chirons this episode. It was like, okay, like 30 minutes later, then they put up her name. I'm like, I need to know what her name is now. (laughs) I did like Uh, her um, groomsman outfit. Groomswoman tux. I thought that was interesting, too, that they both had uh, both genders in their bridal party. Wedding party. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Her friend Andrew even had his little bouquet. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed. Yes. So I was like, that's cool. Oh, she asked him uh, if what happens if his new bride to be doesn't fit his physical preferences, but all the friends like her. And he says, well, I guess y'all got a new friend then. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when they go into like the whole thing, like, just give it a chance. If Mm -hmm. you just give her a chance. Even if she doesn't check off <laughs> everything on the list. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then they, from there, cut back to Lindsay. And they're talking about uh, the first dance while she's getting glam. Mm-hmm. And she says that she can barely move in her dress. But it's going to be awkward anyway because of the way she grew up. She doesn't know how to dance because they weren't allowed to. Okay. But it's your first dance and it's usually a slow dance. Why hasn't she practiced with somebody who is not of that past? <laughs> I know your friend in the your or bridesmaid whatever apparently does something where she teaches people how to dance. So why weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I was like, why haven't you, you know, thought of this beforehand? I don't know. But they go on to talk about how like she didn't really have relationships like that in her formative years. So yeah, she's kind of worried that uh, it's going to be hard to have conversation with him or to feel connected with him. Uh, since she's not of that, wasn't in that kind of realm growing mm-hmm. up. You know, they talk about how, like, growing up, you couldn't even, like, hug. It had to be an A-frame hug where only your arms are touching and it can only be for, like, three seconds. <laughs> but she seemed to give out a pretty good hug right off the right out the gate. Oh, she didn't. She had all those hugs stifled and saved up. She was ready to hug everybody, <laughs> especially her husband. It goes back to him uh, with his friends, and he's saying he's looking for someone that's going to help him steer the ship, quote unquote. And his friends agree, but also he needs to be giving back what he's expecting to get as well. Two way street. Then it is Sally. Uh, she asks him, "What if she's just a crappy person? What if you got an Alyssa?" <laughs> what are you gonna do? 
And he says he's just going to deal with it as it comes. Part of That's part of the process. Nothing is guaranteed. He's just going to move and put his best foot forward and keep trying until he can anymore. So being optimistic. Uh, then they start talking about gaming. He says that quality time is big for him and something that he wants to enjoy with his partner. So he hopes that she's at least open-minded about the gaming stuff and maybe one day he can trick her into play. <laughs> he says that being with the partner is important, but you don't have to be, have to be with them 24 seven. So it's okay that he has his own thing to do. Yeah. But in the past, he's been a stage five clinger apparently, but he feels like he's gotten better about it. I feel like his friends were kind of sigh-eyeing yeah about that let's see next there's the big reveal uh lindy in her full wedding look she says she feels like disney princess basically her mom is <laughs> emotional uh then we find out that her brother is going to be walking her down the aisle because her dad does not agree with this process i know that shocked me on after party she said that she blindsided him with this, uh, that he had no idea that she was even going through the process or anything. Mm. So he had no time to think yeah, about it, process it. She says, yeah. ultimately she was disappointed, but she was happy that she had her brother and her mom and stuff there. Yeah. James Allen ring time. Easy as one, two, three. <laughs> she got the timeless diamond she always wanted. It also irked me that she did not have her nails done. If there's one time you should have your nails done, it's your wedding. Hell yeah. Next, they jump to an interview with Miguel where he says the one thing he's going to miss about being single is worrying about if his shit stinks. Now he has to be strategic. <laughs> Thanks for telling us that. Uh, then we see him with his sister who is super emotional. She says yeah, the whole thing is crazy. Crying. But at the end of the day, she just wants it to work out for him. And they have like a big bear hug. Yeah, like mm -hmm. you said she's crying. Um, it's a lot, but she just wants the best for her little bro. So cute. And then they have like one more final hug before she scurries off and he's going down the aisle. So that's what we see next. He looks super confident. He's giving big smiles and waves to everybody. Lindy's family is very pleased with him. Yes, they are. Like, he's so good looking. <laughs> uh, Miguel says he's having heart palpitations because it's getting realer and realer by the moment. Uh, but he wants to be swept off his feet as soon as he sees her <laughs> by her essence, by her aura, by her presence. But some of the beauty in all of this is the unknown. And there's nothing more unknown than marrying a stranger. I did like when he was standing at the altar and he's like, babe, where art thou? <laughs> yep. And that's when Lindy makes her grand entrance. There's a voiceover where she says she's really nervous because she could be meeting the man of her dreams or the most toxic person ever. And that's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> oh, she's seen the show. <laughs> right. So as she's walking down the aisle, everybody... All the guests seem to be all smiles when she gets mm -hmm. to the altar. Immediately, they have a big bear hug, and it's very cute. She looks she great. Says, she says she's happy to finally meet him, and everybody cheers. 
So this is the part when the family gives their little spiels. So Lindy's family wants Miguel to know that she's the kind of person that can find beauty in anything and knows how to bring that out. They also say that Dr. Lindy put some respect <laughs> on her name. Okay, yep. She went to school for a long time to get that title. So we're going to use it every time. <laughs> uh, but in that moment, they do a cutaway shot to his uh, side of the wedding. And they're all like looking at each other like, what? What? She's a doctor? Because they know that he's a doctor. <laughs> so then they go on to say that she's a physical therapist who wants to make people's trips to the doctor uh, exciting and vibrant. She's the kind of friend that if you lose touch with her, once you reconnect, you'll land right back where you left off. So he should be prepared not to just be gaining a wife, but to have a best friend for a lifetime. Cute. Then Miguel's peeps want her to know that he's like a puzzle piece that you drop on the ground. Uh, but when you finally, when it finally appears, it just seemingly fits right into the picture. If you have a crazy business idea, he'll be the first one to invest. If you need to dig a ditch, he might not be dressed for it, but he's going to help you out. <laughs> he's going to hold you down, period. Uh, that's when Miguel's peeps tell Lindsay's peeps, hold my beer, because he's a doctor as well with a PhD <laughs> in neuroscience. And that he's a person you can call on because he can make bad things better and good things great. Uh, so congratulations, Mrs. Santiago. Then they exchange their personal vows. I thought we were going to get some more flowery language from him. I thought we was going to get some more, you know, poetry no. slam. But nope. Nope. The things that the friend said were way cuter and personal than the actual vows. The vows yeah. were kind of lame. Yeah. Uh, she's a total smitten kitten already. Mm -hmm. She jumps the gun on saying I do. <laughs> they exchange their rings. And, you know, he gives her a little wink as to ask if he can kiss her. And she gives him a nod. So they, they kiss. A big old juicy kiss. And he went back and double tapped. He sure did. But he did the thing that you hate. The hand what? on the neck or face. Don't hold my head. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. You always made a comment about Jose. That's because he was always grabbing her neck like he was going to choke her out. I was afraid for <laughs> Rachel's safety. <laughs> but Lindy is now an official married woman. She's got her James Allen rings and her hot husband. <laughs> uh, so they're having their first little chat together with the champagne. Uh, she says right off the bat that she feels comfortable around him. And that's alleviating a lot of worries for her. And he says, that's great. Gives her a little tap on the thigh. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, then they get right down to business he pulls out the d20 die what do you think of it too soon uh yeah <laughs> but she's so i mean i don't know i don't maybe not too soon because at this point she's so full of endorphins it's probably a good time to bust it out she's like okay he's a nerd that's okay yeah. She says that she loves that he has a hobby that he's passionate about. She likes that he's a nerd and thinks it's adorable. Uh, then they start talking about work and he says he's kind of a drug dealer. 
plot twist. We all thought Nate was the drug dealer, but really it's Miguel. He explains that he sells pharmaceuticals. Uh, he was a scientist, but fell out of love with it and then decided to use his PhD for something different and start doing medical writing. And she says, holy cow, I'm married to a doctor. Like she's not a whole ass physician herself. Like girl. Yeah. Uh, then they start talking about what she does. And she explains again that she does physical therapy. Um, she does work out of the hospital, but she's per diem. So she can work when she wants to basically. So she has the flex, she has the flexibility to, you know, if she wants to like grind for a little while and then take time off to travel. And he says, that's awesome. He works remote. All he needs is some Wi-Fi, and they're good to go. So let's make good on those uh, wedding gifts that they exchanged. Uh, Lindsay, Lindy loves that. She Don't says <laughs> she wants to say it's perfect, but that's a trigger word. So she's going to refrain because nothing's perfect, but everything is lining up nicely. Uh, she says she feels like a starstruck fangirl about her husband. <laughs> And, you know, I think you were right. I think their weirdness is going to line up and there'll be a connection. I think so. I think they'll go all the way. Yeah. Hopefully it's not just, you know, champagne going straight to her head. <laughs> I like that they were kind of like talking to production and like breaking the fourth wall. And it was like, <laughs> like they couldn't even edit it, edit it out because they were doing it so much. Like, guys. Yeah. Like, good job, you guys. <laughs> Right. Like, shh, you're not on TV. <laughs> We're not here. <laughs> but that was pretty much it for them this episode. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like both of them so far. I know Alexis doesn't like Lindy because she talks too much, but I guess editing wise, they haven't really shown that. Yeah. Um, she seems completely normal, as normal as she can be with her past. So, but they're mm. cute. They're cute. I hope they work out. Seems. All right. Then we get to Morgan and Ben. Not a lot with them because it's just dress shopping and tuck shopping. Uh, Morgan goes wedding dress shopping with her friend and her mother. She is looking for an OMG moment. She tries on a few things and um, ends up with like a very, very sparkly dress. Yeah, her and the... Stanford Blatch. <laughs> yeah, he did look like Stanford. <laughs> he was trying to give her a little zhuzh. He sure was. It was interesting when uh, the mom and the friend were talking about how they hope her husband accepts her for who she is and all the things that they like about her and love mm -hmm. about her. Like the MMA fighting, or not MMA, I'm sorry, Muay Thai, Muay Thai. fighting, and the um, gaming and all that kind of things. And they hope that he can be okay with being beat up by a girl. <laughs> Why is her like, friend so old? Right? She looks like her mom's friend. Yeah. And she <laughs> looks just like her mom. She does. Morgan. Mm-hmm. That she does. Uh, Morgan says that she's had really bad luck in the past with dating. She'll date someone who's ready for commitment, but they're like a terrible person. Or she'll date someone who's wonderful, but they're not ready for commitment. 
And so it just never works out. And she never, ever thought she'd be wedding dress shopping, ever. And it gets real when they put the veil on. She has a moment. It's so sparkly, like you said. Um, it was. <laughs> yeah, she says that getting married is the one goal that she hasn't been able to achieve. So she's trying not to think about it because it's going to overwhelm her. It never really hit her, hit her that she was going to be married. But now she's in the bridal shop with the gown and the veil and it's getting real. But yeah, she's another one like Stasha. Like I was never going to be, I was going to be alone forever and I was never going to get married. And like, calm down. (laughs) I never thought I would get married. And, but I wasn't a person who was dreaming about getting married either. I just thought I was very settled with the fact that I'm a little strange and that I I don't think anybody would be okay with me. <laughs> Yikes. I know, like, not in a bad way. It's just like, I want to do me and do the things I want to do. And I never thought I'd have someone who was supportive of that. You know what I mean? Like, okay with that. But, yeah. It worked. Yeah, I mean, but I like seems. I said, I've never dreamed of it. Yeah, me either, and I highly doubt it's going to happen because <laughs> the bar is in hell. I can't even. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of the the guys you snapshot to me, I'm like, oh my god, dog. <laughs> it's rough. I'm glad That's I don't have to act date. Yeah. Um, then we see Ben talk shopping. I really hate his voice. I think I I hate hate it more. I hate his hair too, but I hate his voice. I find his voice even more annoying than Alexis. I know that's Mm -mm. not for you, but for me, Mm -mm. yeah. Like his voice really irritates me. I don't even remember what it sounds like. Alexis, I can hear in my head. Well, the deal breakers for Ben are laziness. And he really wants someone who is like his mom, personality-wise. Not strange at all. Mm-mm. I know on Twitter I was like, Morgan better pray that his mom likes her because it's going to be a problem if she doesn't. Yeah. That, like, next day brunch or whatever they do is going to mm-hmm. be tough. Well, according to Ben, her, his mom is like super excited about him getting married. So hopefully that translates into um, an open mind. I don't know. I don't know either. He's, he settles on a white tuxedo. Yep. He says that this tuxedo is the one and his friend asks if she's the one. And Ben oh. says, yep, she's the one. She's the only one. Well, except my mom. Oh, my God too much yeah it's like he tries to work his mom into every conversation that is filmed yeah next we've seen morgan talking to dr pepper uh dr pepper's office is a little messy i thought that was I interesting that too <laughs> so i'm not crazy okay yeah um so apparently ben has covid so they can't film the wedding in two days Just when you thought it was over. Mm -hmm. Psych! Miss Rona is back, y'all. She's here to party. (laughs) Or stop yours. 
And uh, now the honeymoon's going to be short as well. Now, why can't she just go on the honeymoon? Because, like, they do group things. I wonder where they're going. Do you know where they're going? No, I don't. Hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it's going to be, like, more of a weekend getaway than, like, a week in paradise. Yeah, yeah. Lame. I guess it's better than Zach and Michaela. sick, yeah. <laughs> At least they get something. Uh, yeah. And I also wondered how much of a strain this put on production to push everything back. Like, to reschedule all the events. Like, they had people coming into town. Yeah. I'm sure they had to take time off work and now at short notice have to change all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Morgan is, like, overthinking to the max. Because she's like, what if he just got cold feet and he really doesn't have COVID and he just doesn't want to marry her? Like, damn, that got dark. Yeah, she was taking it a little too far. A little bit. <laughs> but that's where we end with them. So I guess we'll see next episode with them. I don't remember what the preview had. Yeah, more. it's more wedding. Okay. Mm. I know yeah, it's more she's... wedding, but I thought it was more of Kristen and Mitch. I don't yeah, remember. No. Okay. Yeah, she says that uh, she hopes that this is just going to be a little blip in their story. And that she hopes that he's not too sick because that is still her husband. So she's still worried about him. I wondered if he had to turn his AC on or if he left it off to break his fever. (laughs) These are questions that need answers. Did his mom come over and take care of him? Probably. Sacrifice herself. (laughs) Jeez. All right. Moving it along. Last couple. Kristen and Karen. I mean, Mitch. Mitch is like terrible. Yeah. He's like not a great person. I feel so bad for Kristen. She seems like a really nice person. (laughs) Well, First, we see Mitch rolling through on his bike. And the first thing he says is like, because they're tuck shopping. He wants the tucks to be perfect because he doesn't want to give a weird first impression. You just gave us all a weird first impression rolling through on this bike with all these bags and shit everywhere. (laughs) Yes, he is definitely serving unhoused the house down. It's very much giving under the bridge vibes. It's very Mm -hmm. much giving... Hey, do you have some change vibes? <laughs> like yeah. it's giving, can I wash your windshield? <laughs> like, no. He is not cute. But no. they go in, he tells the guy right off the bat he wants to go classic black tux, and he delivers. He's the only one that I think does get a just a plain old black tux. He says that in the past, he's always cut and run out of relationships. And he hasn't been in one for like mm, five years. Six. Six years. Jesus. You don't have to say it like that. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. My bad. My bad. (laughs) But again, uh, mm -hmm. like we were saying before, He says that this process is going to force him to take the highest level of commitment, even though he's failed at the lower levels. Why do these people think they can get married 
get that process right when they can't even date right. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either. And I don't, he just lacks so much self-awareness. Like everybody reacts to him in a way that normal people would react to his behavior. And he just thinks that's okay. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I do not get it. I don't know how he has friends. I don't know how his brother has lived with him or has been around him for so long and still wants to be around him. I don't understand. Mm. But he says this is the one thing missing from his life. Yeah. Okay. So then we get to Kristen. She is dress shopping and she's worried that old feelings might resurface from her old wedding drama. So that's scary. I didn't even think about that. Trauma. Mm-hmm. So she informs us that her dad still doesn't know that she is getting married. She wants to do it face-to-face instead of over the phone. Her friends look at her like she's crazy. Because she is. That's not cool. Yeah, basically she said she talked to him that day. And that she told him that she's excited to see him in a couple weeks. He says he's excited as well. He doesn't know why he's coming to San Diego. But he's going to be there for her. Uh, all she told him is that he just needs to bring a nice outfit for the day. She should have been then- more specific, though. Because he shows up in just like a collared shirt and some khakis or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it was not a wedding no bother not wedding attire (laughs) yeah um Uh, her friend she i think she asked her friend about like what would you do if your dad didn't approve of your marriage and her friend was like oh i'd have a meltdown okay yeah and then itm she says that she's a total daddy's girl and is very concerned about his opinion which is why she hasn't told him she says that she'd be upset and probably have a meltdown if he doesn't approve too oh her friends spiral she'd mm. spiral it's like that's also not helpful but she tries on a bunch of dresses she settles on one they all look good on her her friend says her boobs look good her mm. boobs look amazing I hate I have her hair. My... you don't like her hair why what's wrong with her hair no she has that like 90s like skunk hair with the two blonde oh yeah in the, the front i was like i hope she dyes her hair and then it was wedding day and nope nope no dice. I know I have written down in my notes. She seems really nice. Why would they match her with Mitch? <laughs> and then it's wedding day. And Mitch is having a bitch fit left and right. They walk in. And, you know, when you go to a hotel and it's just traditional that the man would sleep closest to the door as the barrier, as the protector. Uh, Mitch says, no, that's not him. She can choose whatever side she wants to sleep on. He doesn't care. (laughs) Stand-up guy. (laughs) He has a nick on his head from getting hit on his his head with a surfboard. Yeah, he may have some CTE damage, but he's getting married. (laughs) So he says he wants to present himself as a solid dude. So his hairdresser is going to come and make him look nice and trim him up and then it all happens and he absolutely hates it and he proceeds to have a breakdown (laughs) like most people at first i thought he was joking 
And then I remembered he screamed on a barista before. So Mm -hmm. no, he was legit mad. And I don't understand why. I thought he 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 looked looked great. Yeah. He stopped looking like a unhoused person. He looked like a productive (laughs) member of society now. I don't see what Lizzie did wrong. (laughs) It's not like she shaved off his beard. She just cleaned it up. Yeah, she just made it even, heaven forbid. And cut the remnants of hair that you have. (laughs) He hates it and he's like, stop trying to console me. Try stop trying to make this better. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Just like sulking. I'm like, oh my god, dude. You look great. You look fine. Chill out. Yeah, and I feel like this is just gonna carry through the whole day. Mm -hmm. He's already started off on a bad mood. And it's just going to continue. And it's his day, Igby. It's his day. He's supposed to feel how he wants to feel. Uh, According to you, you didn't even want to have a wedding. (laughs) And too, like, I was surprised he, like, threw such a fit because the way he's presented himself the rest of this episode or this season, he didn't seem to care how much, how he looked. Like, Mm -mm. you look crazy all the time. So I don't know why you're so pissed off now. (laughs) I don't know, man. He's got bad vibes. Yeah. You know, it's bad when the brother is like, well, try and be a gentleman for like 10 minutes. Like what? You can't have basic manners for more than 10 minutes. That's that's stretching it. What is wrong with this dude? And then it gets worse. Then it gets worse Then the bow tie fiasco. No one knows how to put a bow tie on. He picked a suit with a bow tie. Didn't bother to learn how to do the bow tie. None of his groomsmen know how to tie a bow tie. And then he's just spiraling after that. Everyone is struggling. He's having his little bitch fit and tantrum. And Karen has arrived. Yep. And then the last scene we get to um, is Kristen uh, getting ready for her wedding day. And props to Kristen for popping the champagne without it spilling everywhere. Finally. I haven't seen that in a long time on this show. (laughs) No one knows how to properly pop the champagne without making a mess. That's the fun part. Don't you want to smell like champagne all day? Mm, No. Not at all. So they're just talking some more. Uh, she makes a great point. Marrying a stranger is crazy, but so is app dating strangers. I was like, yeah. I mean, from what you've shown me, there, there's a lot out there that's not so great. Almost all of it. <laughs> she then said, they start asking her about what her ideal guy is going to be. Uh, and she says she really doesn't care too much about looks. It's more about the personality. Um, joke's on her because his personality is terrible. So yep. there's that. But in the end, she does say she likes a bald man. So there's that. That'll work out Jackpot. for her. Ugh. And then we get her dad scene where she asks, her dad comes in. Just like, he just seems like he's in a good mood. He's ready. And then she drops the bomb on him that, you know, she has been doing this matchmaking process. They have found her a match. But the catch is she has to marry him today. And will he walk her down the aisle? And he's just flabbergasted. 
I don't know why, because like when he first comes in, she starts buttering him up with compliments. And I was like, she's been doing this like her whole life, setting this man up. Oh, yeah, like this. for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, But you can tell production's playing with this, though, because they never there's certain things that they're saying, but they're on the other person for a reaction shot. So I'm not sure if this is an actual conversation that's happening or if they're Frankensteining things together for the drama, mm. which is probably the latter. Yeah. They're infamous for that. Oh yeah. So according to what has been edited, he says he's not sure if he wants to walk her down the aisle. So, and that's where it ends. I like when he said, like, I've been on vacations with people I don't know, and that's blown up. This is not a vacation. <laughs> it's a marriage. <laughs> Valid point, Dad. Ugh. She's going outside the box. And he's going to hate Mitch. Mm-hmm. You can already tell. He's like a guy. He, he seems like a really positive dude. And then he's just going to be having to be in contact with this ugh monster of a person oh the the day after brunch with the family and friends should be very interesting with these two for sure it's gonna criticize them using straws all kinds of stuff oh, <laughs> what do you mean you drink from one time use only water bottles <laughs> yeah that's it that's the show i don't think they'll make it that one <laughs> Mm, yeah nah. mm -mm. so thanks so much for tuning in to this episode we will be back next week with episode 3 of season 15 in San Diego we have two more weddings one two they haven't oh they didn't get the married yet. okay yeah, yeah. yeah whatever they haven't walked down the aisle. Um, and then Ben and Morgan, I don't know how that's... I don't remember seeing any clip of them. But anyway, they have to get married. Yeah, so we'll be back with, with episode three. And if you have any Cheesemit, remember, you can DM us on Instagram at Queens Podcast and on Twitter, Queens. You can join the conversation with Igby on Wednesdays when she live tweets the episode. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Igby, got anything else? Nope. Shocker. My battery's gonna die. Oh, no. Okay. So let's well, wrap this up. <laughs> all right. See you. Bye, y'all. You said see, I heard you. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the end.